welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We get to chit-chat a bit about our lovely 5D mystics, and that would be any person who is an official Purusha Prakriti. So you are oneness consciousness, which means you have integration of the brain and mind at the very least, and so working with your left and right mode. That means you know how to be in a state of mindfulness with your brain. So when you're around people, you're able to pause, notice that nobody has a weapon when you're getting in some discussion and being able to continue respectfully dialoguing because you choose to do that. So 5D is about grown-up land, functional adult land, very straightforward. That means, though, when we do have Kali come up, and maybe there's no Shiva, so we get into a charge state, our teenage years or whatever two-year-old you have. I know I got my two-year-old tone with my family. We know how to say we're sorry like grown-ups do. And we also know how to say, ah, that was a trigger. I can work on that one next time. And we, by the way, build only safe haven, secure-based grown-up relationships. So when we have people who essentially, what was it? I shared with you a couple days ago as we closed out our Lionsgate portal. This sad guru, we'll start with it. A true friend is somebody who has the, we don't need courage, but they just can, uh, tell you what shit you are, not necessarily shit, just tell you the truth in your face, and then still be loving and nice to you. Now, when grown-ups do it, this is where we don't use uh, our likes and dislikes. So we don't do a list of agreements like, you know, this is what I want from you next time because this is where you missed uh, the opportunity to fulfill my mental, emotional, and physical needs in some way, shape, or form. So when we get lists, we know we're in the presence what is a 43D or basically not an enlightenment soul age person. It's not a functional adult yet. What we have in the presence of us is a human being who has just spelled out a list of their likes and dislikes, fair and square and dandy, as Sadhguru specifies. Uh, let's read all of this just so that we get clear before we keep going. Oh, and we also are only a community of people who love all humanity. Evil doesn't exist. Uh, what evil can equate, if anything, it's people that need a good somatic sensory motor trauma expert who can explain to them the defectiveness, shame button, and it's heartbreak and gut wrench and is really painful. Traumatic memory is not a joke. It's very, very physically, emotionally, mentally painful. So please be aware that evil does not exist, but what exists in a human being's body that actually does not learn how to move into integration of the brain so they don't move into flexible adaptive coherent energized stable they don't know how to do mind sight so to sift their own mind with their own images feelings emotions sensations things that my lovely regular listeners know about and 5d mystics are always on board with our prefrontal cortex that's why our third eye is not blocked it's also why we don't put up with shit from 4d people who basically want to do a little bit of this and that and when i say shit what i mean is we don't like when people throw other people under the bus and they make themselves out to be basically the ones who fall in love with their own light. Let me put it that way. Maya land, the mind of the people who are enamored with their own light or the mindset of the ones who are one siphon. So 5D mystics see clear through that bullshit. And when we're seeing it, we know that they're so egoically confident. We're not about to go bursting anything because we don't want to actually have that in our relationships. That is not a relationship. That is a baby who doesn't know how to become a grown-up. And they want to involve us in a situation that we will gladly basically say, you know... 
Rather choose the right silence as Buddhist psychology speaks, which is, I'm not going to make any dent in this picture and I have nothing good to share, not to mention adaptive children have closed ears, eyes and noses because they're big and in their own adaptive child teenager who's not being quite nice to their own zero-year-old who has what is a shame defectiveness button that needs or can be dissolved if the human being that owns that brain decides to go compassionate on the people that they're right now shaming, blaming, fuming, and thinking are. So adaptive children project their transference. 43D land and any person who's doing this with their little finger and wanting to talk about Evil is a person who's not in 5D land. So please scooch away and go to your 3D, 4D channelers and go to people who talk to you in other ways about humanity. Here's where people have the opportunity to dissolve what is heartbreak, gut wrench. It's a painful process. If they go to good therapists, that will be explained to them that this strategy was of their zero seven-year-old. Also explained to them that even though they hear words and they don't feel the words because they feel shitty inside, that it's a true way of it describing their attachment system. So I'm going to leave it alone. That's an explanation that suffices for anyone. 5D is only for Purusha Prakriti. It's straightforward. We're all inclusive. All humanity is beautiful. And the ones who don't know that yet, it's because they've not been able to be somebody who has a good somatic sensory motor and trauma expert explain to them what a shame, defectiveness in the heartbreak gut wrench and therefore what dysregulated modulated embodied experience is like and why they feel that everything is so horrible inside and outside so any middle ground are the people who come to people like us and want to shit on our playground and we don't want to shit in their playground and we're not playing and so we learn the right silence i learned as a teenager i actually got way more compassionate as i grew up because i was like wow this is a really big deal oh my gosh and then i got a bit like hmm hmm attach cry collapse submit please appease mm, those please appeasers man Mm-mm-mm. so we learn how to harness what is called kali shiva and krishna lila thanks to our lovely oversoul that just doesn't know how to stay away from us no we all play together is the point it's a all-inclusive land so a true friend is somebody who can spell out what shit you are and still be loving and nice to you but it's not by giving you a list of if you don't do all of what i just said then i don't like you that's where we're like okay mm, we just found a whiner here that's not grown-up relationship land thank you but no thanks uh so we don't nag at them with what's wrong no no and they don't nag at us because we won't let them nag at us no that's not the point and in fact we actually just are very unpopular with people and when they don't get it they don't get it and we don't explain it i mean if we really try to it's because we're trying to say we love you but this is who i am and this is how I am, and I love you so, so much, but I'm not going to change who I am and how I am because you don't like that I'm unconsciously loving with all humanity or that I just want to love. This is where the solo poly comes in. It's a great way to be able to share with people, yes, I'm polyamorous, and I'm solo not because I'm alone. It's because I'm my primary perfection. Yes, I know how to unconsciously love myself and others. That's beautiful. And I also know how to follow my brain's passions because how would you not know how to use your brain to get curious about shit that is beautiful you have passions don't you and not in a way of let me break down and eh. so some people they actually treat human beings as study subjects i've heard them use these words it's unfortunate 
because they're in a rigid body that is in a fear mode that is strategically trying to... This is why we got a bunch of shitty movies. They all think humanity is somebody you need to protect yourself from. That's the plane of 4D, 3D for you. Okay, so away from that, uh, they're the ones who basically, uh, they make agreements, likes and dislikes, they create groups, let them play with their groups. They're apples and oranges, they're not even apples and oranges, they're just apples or oranges or lemons. They don't know how to be apples and oranges together because they strategically uh, plan things out with each other or not. So we, on the other hand, are very easygoing, soft, and we know how to basically actually say, you're a piece of shit, and so are you. I got one of my friends that we do this all the time. Although now that they're more sensitive, for example, because they are lower energy since they did not achieve the life they wanted, I'm a little bit more careful with my words because I've noticed that as they get older, my friend has regrets and they feel very bummed out about what they did not have the ability to achieve. So I know how to tell when my friend can't take a joke And that means I stand back, take it back, meaning disengage from it. So here's where let's move into our lovely conversation. An enlightenment community is made of all walks of life. So we don't only have 5D mystics. We do have 4D, 3D, and all the sorts. And they're not all mystics, by the way. And the example I gave you is of a very good friend of mine. In fact, my lovely regular listeners know the story. I chose not to speak to this human being for five years. In fact, I need to call them haven't talked to them for like ever and hopefully they're I'm sure they're good but um, on that note this is because this person so one if you are Purusha Prakriti it's because you're a person who is in your own body your sanctuary and then you want a sanctuary like this to say we love people and we can talk about people with the same passion that others do but the difference is we don't cast stones we don't believe in evil i'll put it that way we know evil doesn't exist i know personally me maria and i have the psychoeducators that i can use to back it up with technology that shows that in the human being body in the human being embodied brain there is not a demon and there's even patrick mcnamara with his religious self studies that show how the self reorganizes so i'm going to stop the psychoeducation because channeled guidance is also channeled guidance for my community who's following the lovely energies around, they have very specific themes. Right now, we are in the midst of a beautiful energy. And for those who are 5D, it's a beautiful time. For those who are 4D, no, it's not. It is not. And I'm going to, uh, again, share the, the energy of those and to push it all the way to the side, because there's like at least 50, if not 60% of humanity that lives this shit show and they really don't know how easy it is to get out of it because they allow their adaptive child in Maya land to lead the way. Okay, so when the Zen tradition story, we are Zen masters, 5D mystics or not, this means a human being who is compassionate beyond a shadow of a reason of all. There's no shaming, there's no blaming, there's no pointing, there's no faulting. And when people do revenge on us, we don't need to know we're okay. They have not inflicted any physical pain. And if we ever see any physical potential danger, we are leaving immediately, not after. You know what I do when I immediately sense a person's nervous system getting into specific spaces? I know how to redirect a conversation so that I can bring it to a close and then I get out of there immediately. I don't wait. Oh, no, I don't wait. 
unlike other people who like to get into conversations, I get here, I don't want one. That's not fun for me. And it's also physically dangerous for me, a four foot nine person. So people have said, you rule with fear. I say, you know what? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I do enjoy my life very much. So I will try my best to stay out of anybody's way that will not be fun to be around. And I would say that's smart to do. Others find it different because they don't want to be smart in this way. And they're okay with being in heightened situations with their ego so again we're not a group of fighters we fight for love but that's by being lovers only and spice of life don't go downhill we're always up and up 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 and away we don't gamble with dice we gamble not we know how to use our fucking brain it's amazing when you get here by the way and so we don't shit on people we leave them alone to shit in their own way and again, uh, the energy of 4D is really annoying at a certain point. 3D, all of them, they're all annoying, actually. A-N-N-O-Y-I-N-G. Because they make it out to be about this whole story that they actually believe in. And that is completely... We're going to do reactions at some point. <laughs> 5D reactions to 3D, 4D. But let me leave that alone and get to us. So, the part about the energy... Some people, they're basically right now using either the sob story of what happened to them, and they're really in a bad position, meaning some people are experiencing their ascension in this way, because they did not recognize the actions that they took with equanimity. So basically, we've talked about it. There was karma hangover for a group of people. This group of people, the ones who awakened, they didn't have karma hangover. What they had was, okay, I see that my addictive compulsive behaviors, the maladaptive responses or the safety behavior responses, one and in the same, were due to my unresolved trauma. Meaning I had trauma, I had sensations, I had emotions or whatever it is that they were able to see from their own stuff that led me to build relationships that did not nurture my inner and outer well-being. I also didn't nurture my inner and outer well-being. So I wasn't looking out for my best interest, but I wasn't taught to look out for my best interest emotionally, mentally, or physically by my crowd and by what was around me from the beginning of my, my days. So there's a way for the people who arose from the slumbers of the sleepless nights that they were not in good sleepless. It was nightmares. Okay, so the people who became aware of this, they are the energy I spoke of uh, that was about the... 11th or 12th of August, I shared with you, it's an energy where they're very, it's like a, it's like a mountain's breeze, okay, uh, with a, a bit of fresh air, and it's very, very light, which is different from the ones who instead were already aware of Purusha Prakriti inside of them, and so now they are more like a lion already, because they're a, uh, a energy of, it's young, it's vibrant, and it already knew the truth. And so when you already know the truth about unconditional love, purusha, and then you know, okay, obviously I need to put a little bit of effort in my own life, right? So you got a, a newbie teenager who is realizing young adulthood and they take ownership of it. So that's the difference. The ones who take ownership of it, they already had a clarity about their ability to be whatever they want and that the other people are short-sighted. Okay, so they are immediately connected to their pure consciousness and don't do social good behavior. 
But if you're surrounded by the limited consciousness people and you're going through a rough moment, that's where you can be kind of misguided. So they were misguided a little bit and then they got to be guided and they got to compare. And so they're like, okay, wait a minute. I know that person over there or those groups of people, they're speaking a lot of things that resonate with me. I see beauty in a new light. I see what I used to see already and now I know that I'm right. And these other people are the ones who aren't leading with heart. So they've been encouraged in a way that is beautiful because they're able to bring out a roar and not actually give up on themselves. This has nothing to do with whatever they're going to, they're choosing their self, but it's with a lion's roar that is still full of the, I believe in love and fairy tales because I know that I can be who I want to be because I see other people who are flawed and perfect and doing love this way. So this is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And then we got the other. The other is a little bit different because the other, as I was saying, it's a energy that has realized what level of situations, which were very taxing, by the way, very harsh, very taxing because the same individual, it's different people, but the same person, we're all pure consciousness. So the person who is in this, wisdom it's because they were always giving 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 but they were giving as the adaptive child who's a inner child and they've been abused and they were giving to try and make everything better for the household so that it's still a two-year-old trying to make it all right for everybody so there's that i love my family i want to make it all right i want i want to help my loved ones i want them to be happy so imagine that child, they awaken to having done that with many different types of people throughout their life in a way, though, of disregarding their own self and then also of treating other people that were not people who took advantage of them. Because, see, this is the unfortunate part of when you're in Maya land and when you have been a child of abuse and or neglect in households that don't teach you how to take care of yourself for real and they teach you instead how to be somebody who allows yourself to be abused because you don't know any better so the codependent toxic relationships the real deal here and there is not anything better or worse they're all sad it's all sad but i mean the one who is able to make it out of there without getting their um fairy tale shattered is going to be a little bit more that's why it's different as they both have a journey one is a lot more taxing the other is a lot less because they actually don't reach rock bottom and then get out and see wow okay because see when you reach the rock bottom and then you're realizing everything that comes from unresolved trauma it's just you know it's a lot to look at and this is where if there's awareness with a good somatic sensory motor trauma therapist and there's enough awareness, which today we have, of the actuality, no infant chooses to have a shame defectiveness button, okay? No person. This is why every human being that I am going to ever speak to, I will share when I can. Evil does not exist independently unless they're from a religious institution. Then I leave it alone because they have their scriptures and whatnot. But if I'm talking to science people or people want to tell me that they're science people, then I will feel that I can say what I can, even though I know that some people will 
have what they will want to say. So long story short, the other energy I was talking about, uh, as I said, they're a lot wiser and they've been through it. This is where they actually uh, did a lot of stuff and they're just realize, they realize it all. And so long story short, though, they're out on the other side. They take took ownership. This is different for the ones who had karma hangover. So here's, I'm talking people who have karma. They saw their likes, dislikes. They see their community. They see everything. They're able to move beyond it with invigoration. So more energy and connecting to Purusha Prakriti. Those are 5D anythings and everythings. So it's a person who is speaking in favor of humanity, personal development, relationships, and where we're headed. They're not talking shit about the future. Okay, I'm going to spell that one out. So we don't have people who want to fall for the conspiracy lines. No, we're going to say thank you for sharing your conspiracy or confirmation bias. No, we're not going to say any of that. We let people take the floor when we're in those scenarios where we see they're really committed and we leave it alone. We don't affect states of consciousness. It means you don't have a conversation with somebody who's going to go cognitive dissonance, confirmation bias, get their adaptive child out and start to shit show you with all of their proof. It's a boring conversation. Very boring for intellectual minds. This is who I'm speaking to as well. So we don't have to be considered smart. We just don't like to have the little children conversations. They're not conversations. They're people who are basically, it's kind of like when you would see teenagers in the what, locker room and movies as they show? Yeah, we're not teenagers, we're adults here, and uh, we want to do something which is make an impact, enlightenment, community relationships, mindful relationships, not the other way around. No shame, no blame, no fault, no revenge, and no, in any way, shape, or form, retaliation. You use your mouth, as adults know how to do, and you use the right silence when it's necessary. That's what's smart, and that's what brings you to be equanimous again and again and again. So, Long story short, the ones who did karma hangover, they're victims of their own selves and they're actually throwing people under the bus. And we don't like when people throw other people under the bus because they are not seeing the part that they played. But what it really is, is they're not expanding their consciousness. They have honed in on their likes and dislikes. They are an adaptive child. They are doing transference and they're pointing a finger and we're not going to allow ourselves to be involved in what is Drama and child and all of it is unnecessary. Good somatic sensory motor and trauma therapists help people to work things out the right way. And cancel culture and even using words such as toxic are only done by people who don't know good psychotherapist people. Good ones tell you how effective response is how you can work things out. Obviously, you want to respect your window of tolerance. Respecting your own window of tolerance means you know what this word means. It means you know that if you're not good in a situation, you don't need to speak it out. You move away from it and you don't engage. You do not build relationships with people who you do not feel comfortable with. This is a very straightforward equation. You don't need to spit at them or shout at them or do any of that lip stuff that people do. You learn how to be a grown-up with your life. And you learn that you're not having to be friends with anybody you don't like. You don't need to insult them either. You don't need to use that word in front of them or then create a whole drama story. So long story short, let's disengage. There's a lot of people that they are making themselves out to be a specific type of energy. We don't do anything with that energy. It's a lower toroidal field energy, but they are still going through ascension like anybody else because obviously there's a lot of emotion that they're handling. So please be compassionate. Allow yourselves to be, uh, what's the word? Uh, 
in the right silence and the right support because those people are seeking support right now. So they will seek it from those who they know they can get it. Okay? And that's because every child knows where the love is. It's called our knack for our nervous system speaking to each other. And that's where Zen masters know how to speak to disciples, non-disciples, and compulsive anythings. We know exactly what we see as we get near it, and actually they get near us. And it's very clear also because of the way they pose things. So, long story short, those are not the relationships that we actually embark on building anything with because there's no substance behind those who hide their emotions to themselves. They're in a lower toroidal field. It's not a bad thing. It's just that every time they're going to talk about their situation, they want to be in an energy of what they're feeling. And so you cannot actually express who you are, my lovely Purusha Prakriti, Prakriti, 5D mystics. We are not able to be in our vibrancy because when we vibe life, that's going to bring forth the triggers that we don't want. We don't want them to get upset more. So they won't necessarily notice it again, but we know that it's best to disengage from heightening our own uh, areas. So long story short, just most people that have done karma and karma hangover, excuse me, they're not going to be wanting to come near anybody who is 5D because they're not wanting the uh, expansion. The only ones who do, they don't want expansion. What it is, is like I said, they're going through a shit show. So uh, the ones who are using their loved ones, it's okay. We, we know that they need a little bit of love. That's all. That's all people need. So you give the two-year-old the floor, they feel felt, seen, heard, they're getting their love, and that helps them to get through the day. And it's very important to help people get through the day. We don't have to affect, and we don't in any way, shape, or form move into affecting somebody's states of consciousness. That's not our thing. We're not their babysitter, their parent, we're a friend, we're a person, we're a relationship. That means you listen, and you give them a hug, and you tell them it's going to be okay. And you, if you need to tell them something direct, it's because it's physically important. That's it. If their adaptive child wants to feel that they are in a horrible, shitty situation, it's not for you to give you their, give you, give them your opinion about it. This is where you are not them. You're not in their body. You're not in their head. So again, it's only if there's something that is very, very important that you spell out things and uh, sometimes it's very important for reasons of uh, when somebody wants to throw you under the bus and uh, in ways that are unnecessary. So that, for example, has and does take place when you stand up for yourself because you're being accused of something that isn't true and it happens again and even here though we recognize we're really doing it for ourselves and it's really just because we care about a situation to the extent of wanting to uh, ensure we make clear who we are from the heart and who we are from the mind. So that's why it's a adaptive child still response. So taking ownership of that is important. And spelling out that you're doing something for yourself is very easy for anyone who is a functional adult. I've always shared, if I'm doing something for me, I say it's for me. I'm doing this for me, not for you. So it's selfish. You can call it what you want. Here's my reason. And by being honest, direct, 
This means I'm not lying. I'm not hiding anything. And you can tell me whatever you want. I'm going to take ownership of it. Differentiation is very important. You are a person. I'm a person. And here's where we can have true friendship. And we do, my friend, the one that I was talking about. We have the courage to tell each other what shits we are. I've never been a shit to my friend. But when they were a shit to me, this is why five years I chose not to speak. And when they came back around because they needed a friend, and they knew I would not say no. Of course, I didn't say no. And when we met up, I said, okay, now we're going to talk. And uh, you were a piece of shit. And they're like, I know I was. Um, because every person will know what they will have done to another person. And my friend did know exactly that they were actually um, triggering areas that were of importance. Because my friend is very good at reading me. And so they could tell that I was upset at them and they didn't care. That's why they were a little shit. And so long story short, this is a perfect example of how we don't hide our feelings from our loved ones. And the people who are grown-ups don't hide the truth either. So my friend says, I know I was a shit. And in fact, the one thing they said is, I don't know how you can actually still be here with me. Because my friend definitely, he lied, he, 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 there's a lot of things, I'm not going to share the story again because it doesn't matter, but children don't know how to handle their relationships. Long story short, person who grows up, they know how to admit things and this is where we cleared the air and we're besties as always and um, the part about mysticism, when we are an oversoul, we know of who those forever people are. So like this friend, this is why I had another friend that was in the group, but that person is a different part of my oversoul. And I already knew that. I knew exactly what we were there to bring to each other in our lives. And in fact, another beautiful human being, but the one that has the bond with me is my, my, my male friend. And that was what I instinctively knew. I've known them since I was like 15. So I'm 43. Go and all of my loved ones, I've known pretty much a good portion of them since I was a kid. And on that note, as we move into specifically for your solo poly relationships, if you're a person who has the ability <clears throat> to nurture yourself, that's why you're solo. It means you know how to tend to what you value, what you desire, what you're interested in. You also want to build your financial independence. This is not something you did because people are not reliable. It's something you just naturally were or are inclined to feel. There is a big difference. There's a big difference when you're inclined to want to feel independent mentally and emotionally. And so financially and domestically, that becomes something that is also uh, not, oh my God, I'm going to be alone when I get old, for example. Okay. There is a different way we feel about it. And it's not because we don't enjoy company. Again, I love people. And I don't actually plan on being old and alone. I got plenty of loved ones that are going to be around me. But the idea of if I'm in a home all by myself is not something that's scary or upsetting. In fact, actually, here's that side note. I get to put into practice the part of when I get my little mini panic attacks to remind myself to learn how to work with that in a way that allows the processing of the emotion of fear, because obviously by handling it from within our own body and mind, it's our sanctuary. So expanding more and more that window of welcome and knowing actually how to bring more Purusha Prakriti into the picture and not as an entity. There's not speaking for 5D mystic and beyond. We're not speaking to an entity. 
we know that the sphere of consciousness and the collective consciousness is something that is. That's why I am getting into the practice of moving to the side, the 4D, 3D collective consciousness, because there's many of them still there. We have a lot that have not in any way, shape or form learned to harness anything <clears throat> and leave it alone because it's not important for their lifetime. They don't, that's not of, in their interest. <laughs> Let's leave it alone because, yeah, this is where they're not looking to become their own guru. In fact, they don't even know that they can. Uh, that's the part that's uh, interesting versus those who do. So those who do, now they're a beautiful energy. Oh, my gosh. No, those who do, let's talk a little bit about those people right now because as they get into this beautiful, beautiful space, they are uh, being driven. So side note <laughs> from the solo poly thing, the people who have awakened to the fact that it's okay to be themselves and then that they've been in a space of being limited by those who don't know how to love. So they are like, okay, wow, this is really interesting. And, you know, here's where when you realize that you've always known how to love and then you can kind of see all of those other non-disciples that really did their best to kind of gang up on you and and okay so here's something this does happen it's not for everyone and a 5d mystic will not see this as something evil please so do not start using any of these words remember the defectiveness shame button please so when we have people ganging up they're non-disciples because they are not in their optimized human being brain they're in a body that has hell it's called human suffering and they ruminate. So they sit in their adaptive child brain and they think of the ways that they're going to be heroes or with villains or rescuers. It all depends. So please have compassion, disengage from the 4D verbiage completely, from dualistic verbiage and from any verbiage that is not, these are, these are people. So when I say they gang up, I don't mean physically. What I mean is like when you see mean girls gossiping, okay? So it, please, again, maintain distance from the images of 4D land. What I'm trying to focus in on is the energy of Purusha Prakriti, of a person who's recognizing I have always been spot on on the way that I feel about unconditional love, about freely loving, about being who I am. I've always, so they've met what they needed to see that they've always been on the right track and they're surrounded by ignorance. We'll put it that way. They're surrounded by ignorance. They're surrounded by low energy people. They're surrounded by people who are envious, spiteful, and vengeful and that they're not the community that is actually truly supporting. No, they're a community that is not in any way, shape, or form doing that. So they've become aware of this and they're sitting and they're in their bit of, okay, the right things to do are to, one, use this love and, and see how I can move into a direction that is positive. Now, if they have any habits that they know aren't helping them, that's where they're learning to get on track with that. So getting on track, let's say, with uh, drinking. Some people drink a lot when they get stressed. And they learn how to then moderate and get out of that. All depends if they need that extra support or not. They would know if it's a person who truly chooses to build their 
journey to become so solo poly is for the ones of you who are your own self agents again it's not because you're alone it's because you nurture and support yourself a person who's just learning this is going to have to learn how to be always in this space and they can say you know to the people who they know can help them can you support me okay so they don't have shame because they realize who's going to support them so realizing that you've all ways known how to love and that others are the ones who don't know how to love gives a person an edge and that's where our 5d mystics are we give each other the edge to know that purusha means you do not point fingers at anyone that humanity is amazing and that in your personal relationships if you have anybody who is an adaptive child they will be nasty because they will get into envy, jealousy, spite, uh, pent-up energy for the please appeasers, attach, cry, collapse, submit, but these are all safety behaviors, safety responses. Their nervous system is in yellow or red. So you have two choices, which is either you are your 5D and you self-regulate to maintain your green and you continue to work with your own equanimity, period, or you're not 5D and you shouldn't be tuning in here, okay? Again, I'm trying to make this as specific as possible because I want people to get value out of the episodes and the channeled guidance is only for those who want to consistently move into, at the very least, their Purusha Prakriti. So aligning your own physical, mental energy and the values in the heart body. So getting out of my land completely doesn't mean you're in the Enlightenment Soul Age group or not, but at the very least, you're a functional adult with a love language. And you understand to be compassionate beyond a reason and want to be here. We want to build an enlightenment community relationship. So the relationships of people that are Zen masters with each other, the ones who know how to talk, not shame, not blame, not fault, and in no way, shape, or form do anything with revenge or resentment or none of that. But when you see it, you know what not to do. You do not engage with it. In fact, you learn how to move yourself into that space of, okay, when I feel something's unfair and I've been spited or so let's get back to the person, the energy of the person who's moving into, wow, this is really fucking, oh shit, seriously? (laughs) Now I got a two or three, okay? So the wise one is not going to do anything. They're going to sit with that. They're going to bask in the energy of, okay, I'm cool and good, and and they're going to allow themselves to get the support of the wise individuals that are Zen masters. If they're smart, they know what they need to fuel with, and it's not with anybody who's half love. So it's with the people who are completely in the wisdom, complete augurs. So they're going to reach out to those of you who are 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group and be consolidating those relationships, not anything else. So they're going to want more of that. The ones who are moving up, we know who they are because they're moving up into their power. We can feel it. You will feel when somebody's increasing their prakriti, as you will feel when they're not. Okay, like my one friend. So my friend has become more sensitive because they did not move into expansion um, so when we're around, while before I would say, you little shit, you're a piece of shit. You know, the last of our conversations, I could tell that they were a little bit more sensitive as we teased. So long story short, it's normal as people get older, if they've not chosen 
to live based on their actual, what they dreamed of. So they gave up on their dreams. That's where they don't want to be alone. And they actually lower and live another type of life. But they find solace for the ones who actually take ownership, like my friend. And he's very, very happy with what he's decided to do. The people who don't find uh, happiness, meaning they don't take ownership, they will feel, you know, the ones who say, I got through it with all the scars on my body. And they don't have actual scars. They're just making it out to have all these scars. So that's with those people. They're going to, in fact, be the ones who are enamored with themselves. And some people look up to those people because they feel the same type of, that's the lower toroidal field for you. Okay, so they're all going to be out there doing the same stuff, just in different ways. We're not in any of those. We're in the heightened heaven in the body. And it's literally like, <laughs> um, I'm not going to use what I was going to say, but let's just put it this way. There is no comparison to what we get to live. As Sadhguru says, we would not exchange our bodies for anyone. This is who I'm talking to. Okay, so it uh, doesn't have to be a solo poly person, but you definitely know 5D. If you know what I was going to say, you're having a good laugh because, again, this is where I read about it and I was like, huh, that's going to be interesting to understand eventually and now I understand it. So integration of the brain, it's an embodied brain, restored embodied self, and when you're using your neuroplastic agent, imagination, guess where you're going? And this is one of the beautiful things of our oversoul. So we always get to play always that's why our twin flames soulmates you name it doesn't matter who it is doesn't matter what's going on when we're getting to get through the other stuff the ones that the ones with the scars on their body uh, so we don't do that we're like already knowing okay wow this is really intense okay so long story short the one of the various twin flame experiences definitely there are a lot of different aspects of like wow okay 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 so i kept being like okay when is this when are we done with the infinite number of okays and i'm obviously it's been a long time so uh in and every one of the moments uh, there was awareness of the depth as well as awareness of what i knew and what i didn't know and this is what a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group from a love cycle can tell you. Okay? Remember, there's a difference. Uh, I do not know separation from consciousness. I do not know how to be in a body that does not know heaven. Okay? So I only know Purusha Prakriti. And that's because I have always been able to handle my heart with my own emotional stuff and my own brain. My brain's my sanctuary. In fact, it's the inner growth mindset. And that's where my body is also my sanctuary. Don't touch it or I'm going to run away from you or, you know, fuck you or try to protect myself. So the reality is anybody who maintained an inner and outer well-being will have looked to be surrounded only by those who take a specific level of care of the physical. And then for the emotional, it doesn't matter. But the physical, for sure, safety is one of those priorities. Emotional, we actually learn from teenagers that we will be able to handle our own hearts very well because we are consistent and always there for ourselves. In fact, this is why, again, the inner growth mindset, we don't do the whole inner critic, outer critic shit. No, no. Actually, it's very clear that that's stupid when we were teenagers. It's like, why would I be my worst cheerleader? It's like, what the fuck? I got all those people out there. I might as well be the one who roots for me. And let's be objective, though, because I am flawed and imperfect like anybody else. So let's not lie to ourselves, shall we? We know how not to lie to ourselves. Isn't it beautiful? 
this is where 5D is. We, we know how we're imperfect. We just don't feel shame about it. So long story short, when you're a solo poly in this place is why we're not afraid of being alone. It's all good. Uh, we have either people that we're going to have fun with or not. So we build partnerships with people who are up, up, up and away. The ones who want to stay in their drama land. We're like, wow, I'm so happy that I have a job and I have to make money to live because otherwise I would have no way of actually being able to say no to going out with you today. And sometimes we do have, we do have that because some people, man, you know, what's funny, and I laugh because part of me is like, that's just shitty. But then part of me is like, yeah, but you know what's shittier is that people don't like us and they actually call us anyways. And what I mean is this, that they don't actually agree with humanity being beautiful. They don't agree with it. And with our pink tainted glasses and with the way we love the world and all that, they don't. In their body, they're cringing every time they see us. And yet they call us and they want to see us. And we're like, why are you calling me? Why do you want to see me? But you know what I forget is they don't know about structural dissociation. So they're not aware of their energy in any way, shape or form. They don't know what they are because they're just using their brain. The left, not the left and right. So I'm the one who picks up on, you don't like me. Why are you going to call me? You don't like anything of what I think, anything of who I am. And yet here you are in my life wanting me to come hang out with you. And that's about it. We're not going to do 4D language. It's, oh, the darkness. There's no darkness or lightness. If anything, we're all darkness because that's dark matter and dark energy. And really, we're all light because we're also all light. We're all cells. We're all, you know. So long story short, um, when we have people that seek us and they don't want to vibe with us, we don't get it because we know that our actual compassion beyond a reason is disgusting in their body's emotional plane. And so we don't get it, but that's, again, something that I can explain. We, the ones who are mystics, and the way that you're able to pick up on another person's nervous system, so you're picking up on whatever human suffering they have, they're not, because they're not tending to it. And really what it is, is they're going to speak how shitty life is, how shitty people are, how the world is crumbling, how corruption is this, and da 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 da, da. and they're not just talking, they're, they're way down, so this is their, their charge, is like, ugh, so you're like there with this, this person, or people, who are like, whether it's a array of depth of sorrow, or it's a rock, that's really just, it's like, wow, so at a certain point, you know, you're like, okay, this is so mind-numbing and emotionally numbing. What am I going to do here? Because you can't lift them up. They're not actually there to be lifted up. There's a two-year-old who's just wanting to have the floor. Long story short, as I was saying, luckily, everybody has a life. And so because of that, there's only a minimal amount of time that we can spend together. And it's not to be mean. It's that these individuals literally are not seeking to be uplifted and in the meantime if we share one ounce of upliftment they're going to make it into how dare you say something like that when the world is crumbling around you like they're gonna this is that adaptive child they're gonna start doing transference the minute you say what they don't agree with is the minute that they're gonna say how dare you uh, or they keep it inside and it's like ah you little bitch you it's like okay either or we know both of them and it's like wow I thought we were grown-ups having a conversation about our own opinions I guess not because your emotions just took over and mine didn't and I can't say anything even if I did 
the psychoeducation, you don't believe in it. So since I've had people, I don't believe in that. You can't do Okay, okay then. So long story short, our solo poly relationships as we come to close are not in any way, shape or form in the energy of the stones or the, you know, but when we have them, we do our best to be nice, to be compassionate and then to minimize our time so that they can meet more people who live the life that they live because see what happens with vibrations is they like to be around each other which is why we don't say no we just know that we're not a match and so that they can find their match you know what happens in time is they do and so that's why it's beautiful because then you get to keep your secure connections and then we meet up for those important moments and events and that's when we're sharing life together and that makes us happy so like my one friend we share moments together and i will at a certain point because we are straight with each other ask them if they're more sensitive i think i already did ask them that the last time but i'm going to ask them again because i know that usually they can be honest with me even if they're not going to because sometimes they, 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 they try to play nice and i tell them don't play nice just tell me how it is so on that note see right here uh being able to tell a true friend uh, you're a piece of shit and I'm a piece of shit uh, something very easy and this is how we're going to close out so like with this friend of mine I will ask them directly again like I do with all my friends if they are bothered by something that I've said or done or in general and when somebody of my friends tells me yes then I say okay I'm sorry I learn and I don't do it again because we care about each other uh, enough to say we acknowledge those emotional spectrums and the uh, opinion of a person. That's what grown-ups do. Nobody takes offense. And in this case, I actually, with the friend that I'm using as an example, want to kind of figure out about this area so that I don't tease anymore. Because when I do tease, we want it to be in a way that we can have fun, not in a way that somebody gets their feelings hurt. So this is what a good community will allow themselves to navigate each other's emotional and mental plane with a way of knowing what can lift people up. We don't do the let me tell you how to be. Okay, so we'll close on out with the Sadhguru quote. I'll read it again and we'll be back with more. And if you have any specific questions on solo poly secure relationships, let me know or on 5D mysticism. We have paid subscription-based model content on being a functional adult, the love language and compassionate beyond a reason all these beautiful topics, and our enlightenment community relationships, of course. Okay, here's our sad guru. A true friend is somebody who has the courage to tell you what shit you are and still be loving and nice to you. You don't have to nag them with what's wrong with them. That's not the point. We're nobody's parents. This is me, side note. Uh, but at the same time, you must have the courage to be unpopular with people. Yes, we don't do social good behavior. We do. We're going to share what we think. And then if you don't like us, we'll make sure not to be around you so we don't have to be around each other. Side note again, back to Sadhguru. If you really have a friend, you will, he says you must, you must have the courage to be unpopular with your friend. I will say you will just be able to be truthful, direct and honest with your friend and still be loving and okay with them. Yes, that's always the case. So this is grown-up land right here. Right now, he says, your friendships, and this is all the adaptive children people, are always made on agreements, likes and dislikes, and those are going to keep staying in that plane, the ones who don't move out of that. And he says, no, you're apples and oranges, and still you can be good friends. If you care, you must do what's good for the other, not for yourself. Isn't this so? So what he means is, if you are 
actually friends, you're not going to ask them to be you. You're you, they're them. In fact, there's another cute thing that he talks about, which is when he gets asked by people, who did you look up to? And he says, nobody, I'm my own self. I can tell you that this is something I totally know as well. I don't look up to people. I can see their traits. I can see what they have. I can say, ah, oh, maybe that trait, I might want to incorporate it. But I don't actually say, ah, let me look up to you. I want to be like you. This is what he means. So there's nobody that I look to and say, oh, I want to be. No, no, I'm Maria. I like to be Maria. Thank you. So when you can be you in this way and with flaws and imperfections and you unconsciously love yourself, you're a safe haven for yourself, sanctuary in your body and your brain, inner growth mindset, no Maya land, integration of the brain, embodied brain, restored embodied self, you move into heaven in your body, you're in alignment with your physical, mental, energetic uh, values and the heart body. This is without yoga. You don't need yoga, but if you do do yoga, it's a ventral vagal nervous system, toning exercises, portfolio. And that's where you also learn to be in mindfulness because you're sitting in silence and you work with your cortex. But we move into also you knowing how to do mind sight. So you are able to, in your inner growth mindset, sift through your emotions, sensations, images, thoughts, feelings, stay in neutrality land, look at duality, likes and dislikes, and you're able to stay in neutrality, equanimity, the truth land, and to move into your enlightenment vibration, and that's because your ventral vagal state is engaged in your body again and again and again, because you're also your own secure base, your own values, your own desires, your own ideas, your own everything, and you've chosen to be compassionate beyond a reason to yourself and others self-compassion and compassion towards others nothing else so when someone pokes at you love comes out no anger if there is anger you learn how to actually transform it into what is self-compassion self-love because anger is an indication of something that has hurt your feelings and it's hiding something else so to close on out the people who are working with areas in the middle there's learning how to master equanimity and love and to become more of purusha prakriti the ones who are not, they're not needing to be in your peripheral view right now because you'll know who they are. We build relationships that are moving towards enlightenment, expansion, empowerment for ourselves and for the future generations. And we're creating mindful relationships with grown-ups. Okay? So it's all about direct communication with the ability to not shame, blame, fault, no revenge at all. And that means you are able to simply put, say your opinion, say your thought, and then hear what others are saying too. You say sorry if somebody's emotionally or mentally upset at you. You decide how it can move forward. And that's usually with either a middle ground where there's ability to resonate and trust and continue to build, or perhaps uh, there's going to be, ah, you know, we have a very different way of loving. So obviously... It's great, we'll see each other every now and then, but not all the time, because obviously we don't match when we're talking about life, when we're talking about things. So it's really about compatibility of how you intellectually and emotionally and mentally want to speak about things. It's normal. The more that you are a 5D mystic and in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, Zen masters want more Zen masters. We don't want to have the children energy because it's not a full-blown enlightenment energy and that's just straightforward it's not about it being negative it's that we see life as a potential and all people and everything tomorrow can happen so we're charged and ready and when somebody is really down and low and then they want to make us into their doomsday clock they want to share with us only their doomsday clock that's taking valuable time away from what we instead are actually looking to bring which is the future 
to a high, not the other way around. So we actually find it very ineffective and also very disrespectful, by the way, when sometimes people want to have to have us in their doomsday shit. So we, we, we learn how to be really, really nice about it. This is why, as I said, thank goodness we all have actual independent lives because that way we can keep working to create a conscious planet for real. Human evolution and consciousness, science, it's not competing with spirituality. Science will prevail because it is empirical. It has data. It's not because we don't believe. No, it's that the energy is energy. It's not a supernatural entity. Again, so sorry, some people don't know that this is not a competition. Science and spirituality, they come together as a whole, as do all subject matters. And I look forward to seeing you again here. Have a wonderful day.